snowing, snowing, snowing. We're snuggled inside, and my next guest is coming up because I forgot it was food and booze time. I meant to tell you about it. Uh, Matt Russell, good morning, Matt. I love snuggling with you on Friday, no, Mark. <laughs> there you go. Careful, I might give you something. You never know. Um, do you remember a little doggy that lost its back leg? A little doggy? By the that... name of Gil? No, that's as new oh, for it's me. It's a pretty famous dog in Tucson. He's the Black Lab. Um, he's really just like any other puppy. He loves to play with his chihuahua housemate. He chews up toys and slippers, and he uh, can't contain his excitement at the prospect of food. But the only thing that distinguishes poor Gil from other dogs is he demonstrates this lively personality on two legs instead of four. <laughs> yeah! So later on in the I show... I love it! Yeah, well, it's, it's a great story of, you know... Oh, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, momentum and positivity and every little thing. God love him. I'm going to have uh, Susie Agrillo, uh, a.k.a. Susie Sexton, uh, they do the, do the comedy for the doggy and uh, Nancy Young Wright. They're coming in later on on the show. Great show today. Yeah, and we're going to talk all about that, what's going to happen for Gil. So, welcome to Tucson Food and Booze. <laughs> Bob looks at me as if to say, booze this time of the morning? Oh, my God. Well, it's noon somewhere. Well, it wasn't. It's, a, it's only 10.30. We're getting a late start. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, for some reason, I thought you'd done the cruise, but that's not till October. No, we're doing a culinary and cocktail cruise. Uh, the last two weeks in October, mm -hmm. uh, we are going to be uh, touring the Amalfi Coast, uh, southern Italy, uh, the island of Malta, no. the Greek Isles, Very uh, good. all food and beverage driven. Um, and we have got such a great group of folks that are coming with us on this uh, cruise. Our package is nearly uh, sold out, uh, so if there's any listener that wants to uh, uh, have a shot at uh, getting a chance to travel with me and all my closest friends uh, mm. across some of the most delicious regions uh, in the world, uh, you can go to bvtravel.com slash Matt Russell to check it out. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I bet you it would be. You know, I forgot to tell you, I had a listener ring up after the last show, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. They said, but... Uh, is he always as hyper like that? I, I listened on the way back I to, said, to I, my office. Can you imagine doing a cruise with him like that? <laughs> well, you know, just, just means you have to go out. You have to have to go after an, an energy beverage company for this segment to be sponsored. I mean, All right. <laughs> you 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 get around town. Matt Russell knows every uh, little nook and cranny there is for food and booze, and that's his gigs. And he uh, he writes on it and talks about it and goes there. And of course, he's with uh, uh, Bill Buckmaster on his show. And when you do that particular uh, episode as well. Yep. And uh, you've got stuff here today. Now, in the idea of the food and booze is what? What yeah. are we trying to do? So what we do with Tucson Food and Booze, uh, again, uh, I am blessed uh, to have the opportunity to sit here at this console with you on the last Friday of every month from 1030 to 11 to really unpack uh, the news uh, on the food and beverage scene. Right. And Tucson being um, really an it has its own place on the international food stage now. About a year and a half ago, uh, UNESCO, which is the cultural arm of the United Nations, right. named Tucson as the first city of gastronomy in North America. Now, when you think about food cities, the logical mind to, uh, to the unknown observer wouldn't necessarily go to Tucson, but no, when you take no into consideration what the criteria are to be named a city of Astronomy. It talks about traditions. It talks about sense of place. Talks about okay. native foods, native ingredients. And when you think about some of the foods that that are alive here on menus across southern Arizona, the herbs, the vegetation, the seeds, and such. These right. are those that well, have that been used for well this morning. That thousands of years. Yes. You know, I mean, native seeds and so on. I mean, it's incredible. So. Exactly. What a fascinating segment this morning, too. Well, yeah. Boy. I mean, in, heavy in-depth stuff. I mean, a little more time would have been great, but I just didn't have enough time to go into that one. But you know, um, gastronomy. Uh, broken down, great places to eat. Do you think it's the Southwestern uh, total flavor? 
and inference of it all. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that puts us up there. Yeah, I think that the Southwest influence, and when you're thinking about, you know, let's broadly define Southwest into cultural Mexico and how has, for example, the agave plant. Right. Think about this. The agave plant, what brings us tequila and mezcal and some of our other favorite spirits. Mm. Uh, you know, these are plants that have been around for thousands of years. So we look at, at, at food and beverage in southern Arizona that is that is inspired by traditions of this region. And the yellow plant, too. And the yellow plant, exactly. The aloe, aloe. Oh, the, uh, the aloe plant, the aloe vera. The aloe. Love aloe yes, vera. Exactly. Love it. Very yeah. good rubbing yeah. on you. Good for your health. The loan is, it is? Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, I'm going to find that as well. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm going to find. Listen, uh, anybody want to call in and speak to Matt and talk about food or booze or anything specific that you've been to in town that's really worth talking about that you really like or something you've found? By all means, give us a call, 790-2040, and you can uh, chime in on this food and booze. Now, what have we got here? Okay, so I have, whenever I come here, I like to, uh, I like to feed you. And I like to libate you. Uh, and I am uh, libate you. I'm going to give you some beverage. Uh, you are going to enjoy some oh. spirituous beverages this morning. Okay. I mean, like I said, it's 20 minutes to 11, so we're getting a late start uh, in my book. But anyway, our good friends down at 1055 Brewing and Sausage House. Uh, this is one of my uh, new favorite places they to look enjoy. Great. I got it. Uh, absolutely. This is Sausage and Suds, capital of of Southern Arizona. These guys have been brewing beer in town for years, but just uh, about a year ago they opened a brand new kind of sausage house and brewing company downtown on Congress. Um, and you are drinking a beer now uh, that has not yet been consumed by any media personality in this community. So this is, this is what they make at their, uh, at their yes. brewery. So now this is, a brewery, right. this is a beer that they I'm just gay. made. Let me tell you a little bit about this once we have a sip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's dark. I can tell you that. We don't have any cameras in here at the moment, but it's mm. dark. But at least it's got a little head on it. It's got a little bit of a head. I'll give it that. This is a beautiful, creamy beer. Now, this beer is called the Gran Fondo. Ooh. Say that with me, Mark. Gran Fondo. Gran Fondo. Now, Gran Fondo. Hey, Gran Fondo. Gran Fondo. My name is a brownie. It's a brownie. Oh, listen to you. One <laughs> sip of beer, and he's transporting his taste buds to Sicily, for crying out loud. No, this is the, uh, the Gran Fondo. And this beer is made to commemorate this big Gran Fondo bike ride, which, of course, originated in Italy back in uh, in the 1970s. But there is a Tucson version of this bike ride that's coming up on March uh, the 10th. It's happening downtown. They're doing three versions of it, a 74-mile bike ride, a 50-mile bike ride, and then one, for me, the 29-bike ride called the Piccolo. Uh, this is really 1055 teaming up with the Greater Arizona Bicy- uh, Bicycling Association for this great event, uh, and it's going to be raising money for uh, the Diabetes Association. So they, at 1055, mm-hmm. crafted this beer to commemorate this historic event. Again, it's happening on March the 10th. Oh, now, they are going to be... Off then. Exactly. It's a, a classic. One-off. It's right. a well, if you if you like it and you uh, tell people bad, that you do, actually. they might. Yeah. So what I love about this particular beer, and it's my what's, inaugural what's sip like? uh, as well, uh, it's uh, kind of this wonderful you know amber uh, style ale. It's got notes of toffee. If you can close your eyes and and take another sip, you get a little bit of toffee, a little sweetness, and then there's this biscuity kind of flavor that comes through. Now I think toffee and biscuits makes it a breakfast beer in and of itself. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Stop me coffee anyway. There's a medicinal so property to all the beers maybe made we should at 1055. Exactly. <laughs> so this event, it's happening from 11 to 4, again, on March the 10th. It's the uh, first annual Gran Fondo, uh, and uh, all the information is available mm. uh, through the uh, Greater Arizona Bicycling Association uh, as well as 1055 Brewing Company. Now, with these beers, you can't talk about 1055 without talking about their craft sausages. They have every sausage under the sun. I brought some uh, for 
for us to try. Thank we've you. got, and these are all locally made, so we've got locally made bratwursts. Again, these sausages are going to be uh, available for purchase at this event. And then this probably, this next one will be your very first rabbit sausage, mm. Mark Bishop. So mm. beer and rabbit sausage, the breakfast of champions. Oh, right. So what I'm going to do, uh, these sausages are all handcrafted, handmade uh, by local butcher extraordinaire Ben Forbes of the Forbes Meat Company. He and 1055 have partnered on okay. their sausage menu, okay. and then Chef Ivor Kreiderman is the one at 1055 that kind of finishes them off with these wonderful artisan sauces and such. So this is the rabbit sausage with this lovely Looks Alabama lovely. cream sauce. I shall have that for lunch. Thank and, you. And the bratwurst. So now, I, let, me, let me ask you. The sausages. I mean, breweries yeah. doing things like this, right? right? Yeah. It's a nice mix. Yeah, absolutely. I'm there's glad a, you hit on there's that. There's a lot of guests coming to Tucson from all over the world. Now, there'd be people who'd love their snacks. Sausages. Right. You call them snags, you know. Right? <laughs> Put a snag on the body, right? <laughs> but there's genuine sausages, and yeah. then there's snacks. Right. Right. Okay. These are beautifully made. People can come from all different countries, different places, and you're bound to find in Tucson... Something from that you'd enjoy. Exactly right. And, and these sausages scream Tucson because, again, they're all made right here, handmade, no big machines. Uh, and they are, uh, uh, more often than not, uh, they are using proteins that are raised from, you know, come from animals that are raised in farms that are local. Obviously, the local, right. the better when it comes to sourcing these kinds of proteins. So when you're thinking about the pork that's coming into these brats uh, and the rabbit that's uh, manifest in this rabbit sausage, this is Arizona. Arizona born, Arizona bred. Now, the brewery's name? 1055 Brewing and Sausage House on Congress Street downtown. Whereabouts on Congress? Yeah, so Congress, uh, I think the address is um, like it's on the corner, block. right? Yeah, turn the corner, uh, you know, a couple a, blocks down. A couple down of blocks down. On the left hand side left as you're heading side. west. Oh, yeah. goody, okay. You can Absolutely. park down there, too. You can park down there. Uh, you know. It's a great atmosphere, kind of two stories. they got a big loft. Uh, it's an exhibition kitchen, so you can she, uh, see Chef Ivor Kreiderman uh, and his team going to work. Now, there, there is <laughs> Now, check, Kreiderman. You, there is one sausage on the on the menu, and there's probably 15 total. But there's one on the menu, Mark, um, that is a uh, a a, um, a Polish sausage, okay, which is made from the same recipe that came from Ivor Kreiderman's great 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 grandmother. She hailed from Poland. She came over here to the United States. She ended up, uh, you know, putting her her uh, her roots in, uh, I think, the Detroit area. Right. Uh, and Chef Eider Kreiderman now oh, has the recipe, yeah. yeah, which he carries and it follows him around in an armored vehicle. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the Polish sausage is uh, many, 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 many hundreds of years old. So do yourself a favor and have a uh, a, 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 a bite of history when you go down there next. All right. Hundreds of years. Still edible, though. Is I'm going in, yeah. Ago? I'm going to try my first <laughs> rabbit sausage, by the way. Listen, you... Um, you you get to go everywhere, right? You know all sorts of places and everything. I've got a I got a dumb question for you. Maybe, maybe. You know how we try to do everything local, and we when we, as you say, we do, we grow, and all this jazz. Right. Why hasn't anybody ever done fish farms? Do you think to give <coughs> us fresh fish? Fresh fish in Tucson. Okay, good question. Right, yep. because we know it's all trucked in, freezed in. Whether it's from Maine, whether it's from the Midwest Lakes, whether it's from the streams of God knows what. Right. But to me, it's still not fresh. Okay. All right. Uh, we live in the Sonoran Desert, which uh, therein lies a challenge. But I will tell you, uh, and I'm glad you brought this up, because the hot new restaurant today, mm. the hot new restaurant in Tucson today, uh, just opened uh, a few weeks ago. Again, downtown, you know, who'd have thunk it? Uh, right on Broadway. 
uh, and it comes from the El Charo family. Now, of course, El Charo, the first family-owned Mexican restaurant to right. open. Right. Yeah, they got a few of them. They got, well, they got a few of them around. They have a, a steak concept called Charo Steak, which mm. is kind of this deconstructed steakhouse kind of concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a few weeks ago... They had they, a Christmas party there, they, I remember. Exactly. A few mm. weeks ago, they opened Charo Del Rey, uh, which is right next door to Charo Steak, which is fresh. I'm not kidding you now. Mm. Fresh, sustainable mm-hmm. seafood. So they work with... The fishermen, they work with the farms. From they, the Sea of Cortez. From, you know, from all over this region. And they get fresh fish delivered regularly, and it is outstanding. Now, um, there's okay. re- Kingfisher is one of my favorite restaurants in Tucson. They have been high atop the seafood uh, spectrum. They've been there for years. For years, for 25 years, I think. And I, I, it's one of my go-to restaurants. I think mm. they do a great job with seafood. Uh, Charo Del Rey, new, fresh, sustainable seafood. I commend this to you, Mark Bishop. Give them a try. I have. And you will have a chance to experience what fresh seafood is all about right here in southern Arizona. But the, we're talking the Del Rey. Char- Charo Del Rey. Charo Correct. Del Rey. Yeah. Not Marina Del Rey. Charo Del Rey. You can pretend it's Marina. That's right. <laughs> One of Tucson's, if not Tucson's only oyster bar. They are Ooh. doing. They are doing the shucking right before your eyes, Mark I've, Bishop. I had oysters at a place I never thought I would see dirty big oysters like they are in Sydney rock oysters. Oh. Not these squiddly little no, things no, no, on no, the no, bottom no, no, of the no. shell. <laughs> I'm talking about getting your money's worth. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's what Beautiful you Beautiful things. I can't even remember where we were. Where was it, honey? I just can't remember the name of the joint. But it was marvelous. That's delicious. Uh, but anyway, look, we've got to take a break. Someone's got to pay the bills. It's trusted local news and talk. This is food and booze with Matt Russell. We'll be right back. So much fun. Celebrate the 100th anniversary of Grand Canyon National Park with the Grand Canyon State. Here, Grofet's Grand Canyon Suite come to life with the help of the full Tucson Symphony Orchestra. Accompanied by a spectacular film displaying the canyon in all its spectacular beauty. See the canyon as this descriptive music takes you into the heart of one of the seven wonders of the natural world. It's also a perfect introduction to classical music with a 50% discount for kids 17 and under. The Grand Canyon State. Saturday, March 2nd at 4 p.m. and Sunday the 3rd at 2 in the Tucson Music Hall. Tickets at 882-8585 or tucsonsymphony.org. Hi, I'm Steve Rivera, host of Eye on the Ball, the sports show that talks more about the people and the stories involving sports. After all, sports is more than just the hits, the runs, and the errors. Simply, it's more than the score. It's about the great people who create memories for themselves and the fans that watch them. I have them on the show to tell their stories. It's their stories behind the stories that people want to hear. We've talked about good old days and the games of yesterday. Tune in to Eye on the Ball every day from 1 to 3 p.m. on AM 1030, The Voice. Driving means... Freedom. Exploration. Fun. Pride. Flexibility. Friendship. Independence. Distracted driving means. Danger. Recklessness. Irresponsible. Chaos. Police. Devastation. Tears. Death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Sick of hearing America run down? Tired of divisive political attacks? Tune into America's Fabric and its positive message of what's good about America. 
America's Fabric expresses the truth that the fabric of a free government is woven from its citizens' knowledge and moral fiber. Listen to America's Fabric on KVOI, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. This is The Voice, 1030, Tucson's trusted news and talk. All right. It's uh, a morning affair with Mark Bishop and Matt Russell. And the segment is called Food and Booze. And it's on a Friday <laughs> once a month. I remembered it. I remembered it. Ask the subconscious and it prevails, right? Yes. This place was called Trident. Of course. This is for the oysters. Nelson Miller's place. All right. Uh, down Swan and uh, Fort Lowell. Fort Lowell. That's Trident 2. I've got to tell you, man, they're the best I've seen so far. Oh, he would love hearing you say so that. So far. Yeah. In Tucson. Yeah. Huge things in the shell. Yeah. Like you say, you get your money's worth. And get your money's worth. Yes. And they taste <clears throat> lovely. And my strategy when I'm at Trident, shuck, slurp, repeat. Yeah. Shuck, slurp, repeat. i tell you what repeat. else I was impressed with. The service. A+. Plus. A plus. All right. I'm writing this Speaking down. Speaking of fish, I must have uh, hooked something. We've got Laura. Hello. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? We're doing okay, Laura. You, you've actually rung up on the fish farms, is that right? I did. I had a comment. I'm loving the show. Thank you guys so much for um, talking about this. But you mentioned <coughs> having there not be any uh, fisheries or farmed fish in town. And actually, are you familiar with Merchant's Garden? Merchant's, Merchant's Garden. I yes. don't know. Do How you know in him? the world? I'm a little bit embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Well, if you forgot, Laura, what chance have I got? Are, now, now, this goes to show you, Mark Bishop, that you have an informed audience. Well, there you go. Okay, I'm getting sh- I'm getting publicly shamed by go. one of your listeners. All right, well, get on with it. Where's this garden business? No shame. No, no shame. Just shame. What is it? You throw a line in and get your fish to you? Yeah, so actually it's a, um aquaponic farm in the middle of town, oh. and they use tilapia to grow produce um, without soil, just through the water right, right. Um, and as a result he has all of these tilapia fish and i i don't think that um the public is able to go in there and purchase it however i do know that he has sold that fresh farmed tilapia to different restaurants in town on occasion that's true um so yes there mm. we go there's a fish farm here in town how about that <laughs> wow thank you laura can you uh, can <clears throat> we do something for laura because laura, she's so smart we can do it you want to give her a gift card to i laura? would love to give her a gift card <laughs> okay great well uh boy we, we've got so many things to give away uh how about this why don't we give uh laura who is one of your listeners uh why don't we give her a gift card to you know uh, during the commercial break we were talking about maynard's mm. uh, maynard's uh, uh kitchen and maynard's market downtown part of that historic east end all right okay of why don't we give her a gift card to uh, to experience Maynard's? Would that downtown? work, Laura? Would that be okay? That's fantastic. I absolutely love that place. Wow, oh, you do. Good. There now, you go. Now, see, Laura calls in. She sounds so smart. Laura, what uh, you got that and, I ain't got? It, it'll be Tucson Food and Booze with Laura <laughs> uh, next uh, on, the, on the next Friday <laughs> all right. segment. Now, listen, Never. we need to get all your details, please, with Bob, my audio producer okay. in there, because uh, we've got to be able to, in fact, uh, bugger like he's going to contact you yes. to make sure you get your certificate and, and what have you, okay? 
So uh, right. thank you for that lovely calling up anytime, and uh, you must enjoy the show. So we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you guys for the show. Thank you. Thanks All for right. the call. There you go. Oh, how fun! What's made my week? Right on. You know, boy, she she had exactly. I've had a wonderful week this week. A lot of calls this week. Great. It's, it's a great been good. Well, it's a great show, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. We're working hard. My producer Kathleen Gonzalez is working the butt off to the midnight oil. She is a pro. Uh, yes, uh, it's very difficult in a big, small, little town. <laughs> To be able to get stories that breakfast hasn't done or, or Scotty's not doing in the afternoon right. or somebody else isn't doing because they've all been done to death. And you know you've what got I mean? ten hours a week. Well, we do. It's a lot of content <clears throat> right. that we've got to fill. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's challenging. Yeah. So that's why you're on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on whenever you're you want me on. You're not your skills. You understand? Uh, you're right. the fill. This is called filler. <laughs> Tucson food, booze, no. and filler. Yeah, what a way to do it, though. It's lovely. I, I you know it's fun. I'm jealous of you, actually. You're doing oh, something stop. I'd like to do. Stop. You know I, I'd love menu. to go to all the restaurants and all of the bars, write a little thing, I'm a critique on them. Right. Make a little book of them or yes, something. Yes. You know, then raffle off the book for charity. Yeah. Oh, listen to you. You know what I mean? The you heart can... of the story is is philanthropy and it is charity and uh, you <clears> know, that's that is what makes this community so great and for you to to sort of read uh from that playbook mm-hmm. to say you want to do that and do it for charity's sake is is part of the reason why I think your show is so successful. Well, we do a lot. We do a we do a lot of coverage for in the community because that's what we're about now. That's what we're about, right. you know. Uh, we, we, we're trying to get into the community and help where we can, every way that we can. And uh, I think we had lunch at your shout, by the way, next time. We went to the yes. Outback Steakhouse. Yes, we did. You know, I just wish they'd use an original Aussie uh, guy when they do their ads instead of an actor American, you know. I know. A real I mean, should be authentic for yeah, crying out loud. man, I'll I do have, it. I have to tell you, that was, a mile, for lunch. That, that was a milestone moment in my in my journey <laughs> because the fo- first oh, time you and I met, yeah. we had a Foster's together. Yeah, because you can't get one. Around town. No, you can't. There are very few places that have fosters. Well, I'd never struck it. Right. I'd never struck it. And I walked in, you know, and I just said, I don't suppose by any chance at all you have fosters. Right. She said, of course we of do. Of course we do. Oh, my God. Thank and, uh, you very much. And where are we going next? <laughs> so next time it's on me. Yeah. Uh, and now do we have to find a place that has fosters. Or otherwise we'll be back at Outback. No, this isn't too bad, this no. thing here. So we'll, yeah, we'll go to 1055. You know, no, I'll, I'll treat you to some sausages. Uh, we there can we have go. another round of uh, Gran Fondos. Gran Fondos. Uh, Gran Fondos. i got to tell you a funny one. Once, uh, when I was a single guy, I met this girl in Italy. <laughs> and and but she was an Americano, right? And I said to her, so I said, you, your eyes are beautiful. You must you must be a thief. <laughs> why? Why? She said, why would I be a thief? I said, because you took them from the sky <laughs> and you put them in your eyes. This is why I love coming on this show. Ah, All right, since we're, ah, you since, never know what's next, do you? you got a, I got a quick, uh, a quick joke for Goody. you. Goody. Okay, we're drinking beer, so this is one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite lines. A skeleton walks into a bar and, <laughs> and, sa- and says, and says, "Give me a beer and a mop." <laughs> now, see, that's pretty good because usually there's about five seconds pause no, before no, no, someone no, gets good. it. Skeleton, mop, beer, coaster. Anyway, I got it. I'll dig out some of my crocodile <laughs> ones I've got. Crocodile Dundee jokes in bars with with. Uh, with alligators and God knows what. You call them alligators. Right. You call we call them, them crocs. crocs. Yeah, yeah they, crocs. Hey, they walk in, they have a beer in Australia, man. It's of nothing. course, of when course. When you're in the outback, the they're huge mothers. <laughs> and the kangaroos come in too. <laughs> What's up, Doc? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Russell, you're, you're a nice man. Uru, you got to go. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Mark. Matt, it's fun. I, I hate waiting a month. You know. <laughs> All right. You know what? Well, let's let's you yeah. have to beg back to the permission here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Cheers, mate. mate. You're good. All right, Matt Russell. He's back uh, in a month from now with the uh, food and booze show. And you're welcome to always call up. You know, seven nine zero two zero.
1340 here on Trusted Local News and Talk. And uh, like I said, we've got a little story coming up in a moment with this little doggy. You've probably seen the photos in the papers and all the stories about him. Uh, he's got this little uh, chariot of him that, he, that they have, you know, connected to his stomach with little wheels on it so he can run around because he hasn't got his back legs. And it's a beautiful story. And uh, we've got a couple of people coming in. Uh, Nancy Young-Rice and uh, Susie Aculo, a.k.a. Susie Sexton, with Comedy Monica. That's coming up right here on the show next, so don't go away, okay? And, of course, uh, Buckmaster, noon to one, lots of interesting guests. Uh, more sport with, um, what's his name? Rivera, Stephen. And then, of course, John Scott. And tonight, you talk about food. Woo! Food, restaurants, classy stuff. Jennifer English. That's uh, Driving Home with Jennifer, 5 to 7, right here on The Voice. 10.30 The Voice, where it's news time. KVOI Cortero, AM 1030, The Voice.